Hi, and welcome to uh, Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me. And uh, tonight we're going to discuss some things that is going to be important to you. How about that, Helen? So I'm going to pray first. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this this off-the-hook, beautiful, fabulous day. Thank you for all the great things that you've done and the things that you're doing and uh, that you're manifesting in, in life. And uh, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, tonight we're going to talk about um, our world. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And some of the things that are going on in it. You know, um, the hatred, the bitterness, the accusations, and, and, and just the way that people are, are treating, you know, one another, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's really a sad thing. But then we look at, we know that our nation can never be destroyed from outside. Did you know that? Hello? Yes. Okay. The only way a nation, the only way anything can be destroyed is from within. Okay? The only way you can be destroyed is from within you. You know, a person can kill you, but a person can't destroy you from outside. Okay? Um, and in the body of Christ, the whole thing of it is, is this, you know, we give up our reputation. We give up everything for the cause of Christ. We walk in the way that he says to walk. And in that, our whole life is engulfed in it does not matter what it is that people think, but what is it that God wants me to do? What does he want it to be? How is it that I'm agreeing with heaven so that heaven is manifested here in the earth? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I want to share a couple of things. I've been studying and, and reading on uh, Bonhoeffer, who was a German, and he was during Hitler's time, and just a whole lot of stuff that, that, that went on there. But I'm seeing so many parallels with what went on with Hitler and what's going on here now. You know, people say things like, I don't really care if they take the guns. And then other people ask questions, why didn't the Jews protect themselves? Why did they allow the why did they allow the people just to come in and treat them in such a manner? Well, what happened was this, is that they took guns away so that they had no ability to defend themselves. You know, the Bible tells us that's not something that we're supposed to do. Remember when Jesus was leaving and he told him, he says, now it's time for you to buy swords. He let them know that. You know, we're in this world, we're not of it. But there is a part, there are certain things that we're supposed to do. He says, be vigilant. If we're going to occupy, we're occupying from the spirit realm, but we're occupying in a natural body. 
And it, it, it's we spend more time, many times, wanting to be comfortable rather than to want to be confronting. And, you know, we find times where we confront with each other, we, we fight with each other, you know. It, it's, uh, uh, we're territorial, we halfway do things, we're uh, uh, lethargic, you know, we walk in like we're 99 and a half, 170 <laughs> years old, you know. It is, I'm like, my gosh, you know. It's like, we act like there's, I mean, where's the excitement about life? You see, until you get at, at, well, I'm just tired. You know, if you were tired, you would sleep. Do you understand? My Bible tells me this, that God says, I give my beloved sweet sleep. It's a very interesting thing. I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I, I realized something, uh, 2012, what day was it in October, October 3rd or October 1st? Today is the day that... In 2012, we started praying five days a week at 5 a.m. Huh? 15. 15. We were doing six for a while. Okay, six o'clock. Okay, six o'clock. No, uh, six days. Oh, six days. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, but at any rate, uh, I thought we started in 2012. But, uh, you know, I may be wrong. Huh? Okay, 2013. You guys keep saying 2013. So it's 2013. And um, uh, this is 2019. I do have that part right, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was on the 1st of October, correct? Okay, well, I got. I know it was on the 1st of October, so I got, I, I got some of those things right. But at any rate, what I'm saying is this, is that um, this is something that God invited me to do. And when he gives an invitation, it's not like just an invitation. It's saying, get excited about the invitation. See, let me, let me tell you something. The Bible says this, that in these last days that the devil, his job was to weary the saints. And if you allow him to tire you out and weary you, he already got you. You don't have any, I mean, you know, he, he, there's no fight. Because he knows what he can do to tire you out and to weary you. So you're no threat, okay? You are no threat at all. So the thing, the the the, the thing is, is that we have to, we have to say, God says, I renew your strength day by day. I mean, I'm looking at Marilyn Hickey, 88 years old, right? This woman is flying and traveling and doing things overseas and and in all of these different places. I mean, she's doing stuff that that young people. Uh, 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 will tire out and do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the older we get, the more energy, I mean, the more energy I seem to have. Why is that? Because I refresh myself in him. The reason we get tired out is we're not refreshing ourselves in God. The works, we're doing works. And when we do these things of works, we're doing things in our own strength. We're going to be tired. Because that's not the way that he called us to be. Why are you talking about tired? You started talking about Bonhoeffer, uh, Bonhoeffer and, and Hitler and all of that. Because the adversary cannot come and start to destroy you until you get tired. You don't think sharp. You think sad. You start to think about yourself. You start to think about the fact of what you cannot do. 
Do you understand? You start to allow anything to be an excuse. An excuse of, of uh, 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 an excuse for not being vigilant is no excuse at all. What it is is saying, I give up. Have you ever given up before you started? Yes. <laughs> you know, here it is. You know, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Pastor Lonzine talked about that on Sunday. We're in a time where you and I are going to be challenged. And the adversary's job is, let me wear their little butt out. Let me run them so they, they, so they can't do anything. Let me just destroy them. Let me, let me have them to be stuck on this and stuck on this. And, and, and this is where their eyes are. Where your eyes are will determine whether you have energy, whether you have no energy, whether you have peace, or whether you have no peace. Okay? I'm looking at this, and the church is the only answer for our nation. But if the church is complacent, another thing it is, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do this. If your focus is on all of the things that you're doing to take care of yourself, you've just decided, I'm going to live a pauper life. I'm going to live a mediocre life. I'm not going to live one that is full of anything. I'm not going to walk in wealth. I'm not going to walk in health. I'm not going to walk in the, the power of who God is. And I'm not going to be any, I'm, I'm not going to be a threat to the devil's, uh, the, the devil's camp. He will get you addicted to tired. He will get you addicted to water. He'll get you addicted to, to lies. He'll get you addicted to something. To looking at yourself. Just sitting there looking at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is. Are, 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 are you hearing? He will have it so that the root of whatever it is you're doing, oh, I feel sorry for myself. But they just don't understand. <sighs> you know, you just don't understand, Dr. Baker. You don't know where I came from. You just don't know the problem. You don't know the trouble I see. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. You just don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. You don't know I've been treated here. You just don't know. You don't know all the stuff I've been through. You know, I'm, I've been dealing with stuff like Plow Po Black Joe. I mean, whatever it is, I've been just going through it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, But what I'm saying is this. However it is that we choose to think. If we choose to think that we're a victim, then that's who we are. And then what happens is this. Do you know what, do you know what uh, 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 Hitler's best weapons was? Do you know he blamed everybody else? He was a victim. He was a victim. He, he, he had no, no desire for peace, but he made himself a victim. Isn't that interesting? And when he did that, he, he built himself an excuse to destroy other people. This is real. 
See, I actually studied the Bible. Says study to show yourself approved. Everybody think it's like studying the Bible. Well, it is studying the Bible, but it's studying the Bible along with studying history. You have to look at these things, okay? Nobody in the world has a reason to feel sorry for themselves. <sighs> Nobody. And, and you know the mic is open if anybody has a question. Why not? <laughs> Why would, why would, let me ask you something, let me, in answering this, why would you feel sorry for yourself? Why would somebody feel sorry for themselves? Because they don't believe that the, well, they don't believe that they have a way out of whatever the situation is. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I can't feel sorry for me because... However, now listen to this, listen to this very carefully. However I choose to look at a situation is my choice. Nobody can make me look at my situation as a victim but me. Nobody can cause me to look at my situation as a victorious one but me. And if you are a believer, if you're one that has Christ in, you definitely can't be feeling sorry for yourself. Because he said this, look not at the outward situation, but look at the answer of who it is on the inside. And that I could overcome any and everything. Uh, okay. Where we are in society, where we are in the world right now, if you see yourself a victim, you won't be rolled over. Why do I say that? Because there's enough people out there that wants to victimize somebody. So I have a follow-up question. When you've gone through that in the past, how did you get to the place from a victim mindset to a victor's mindset? I looked at it, and I had to ask myself an honest question. Do you really like this? Is this serving you a purpose? Okay. See, when you look at yourself and you go, okay, I, I, I've had a lot of addictions in my life. Number one, I had a, um, well, being a believer, I had this chocolate cake addiction. But before then, I mean, there was all the other things. It was drugs, alcohol, sex, you know, all those things. All right. I had an, what they call an addictive, being a doctor in psychology, people you know, always want to put labels on things. I had an addictive personality or addictive personality disorder. <laughs> okay. No, I think I had that. Huh? Personalities. Yeah. <laughs> personalities. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of them things, you know, whatever day it was, my daughter can tell you, you know. Uh, some days it was one thing and another day it was another thing. But at any rate, here it was. I had all of these different things. But I had to look at myself and I had to ask me, is this, is this really what you want to be? Do you really want to give something or somebody this kind of power over your life? Do you really, really, really like being a victim? Do you really, really, really like, like being what it is that you are? Is this making you happy? So then, how do you take the power back? 
number one, you got to realize that you do have the power. And you've got to change the focus of what you're looking at. You see, if you're, if you're a believer, you look in the Word of God, you see what God says about you. If you're not a believer, okay, you look at your life and you decide, wait a minute. I don't like people telling me all the time what to do, how to do it, whatever it is. I don't like a fist being in my face. I don't like some dude telling me or some chick telling me, this is what you will do. Why would I, you know, and, and it comes to a place that you've got to get to the place, live or die, suck, I'm coming out of this. You're going to have to kill me in order for you to keep your place over me. And that's what I had to come to as a non-believer. As a believer, I looked in the word of God and I found myself. See, only time, you, if you, if you want, uh, uh, this is why I can never be offended, never be embarrassed. You can't embarrass me. You can't offend me. I'm not going to walk around angry with anybody. Why is that? Because I got freedom within. See, freedom is the ability to go through whatever it is that you go through already knowing that you're victorious. That's what freedom is. It's not running from anything. It's facing it. It is called, it's, it's the thing of saying, here's what I do. Here is, hey, I, I don't know all the hows what it is that I do, but this is what I do. And this is who I am. First thing is, is that you haven't decided when, when you're a victim, when you feel sorry for yourself, you haven't decided who you are. You don't even know who you are. And the only person that can tell you who you are is you. So you can't tell me who I am. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I told me who I am. And I told me how my life is going to work. And so therefore I planted, the pastor had uh, some slides on, on Sunday, consistency, um, what was the next one? Continually and daily. Okay, there are things that you do to come out of anything. Okay, and then they call, they call people, they say, oh, well, you're an enabler. That is a, oh gosh, I, I just love my profession. Enabling. I enable you to be like you are because I don't want to front you and other people. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put it out there for you. I don't want to tell everybody that, that you're a flake. I don't want to tell everybody, oh, I was going to have a guest. I mean, anyway, whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't want to tell everybody how it is that, 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 that uh, uh, you are, that you're a flake, that you messed up, that you're mean, that you're, you're a drunkard or you're a drug addict or you're an a, a overeater or you're a crook or you're a thief or whatever it is because I might embarrass you. Well, all of those things, you, if you, if you, you know, hello, it's true. Whole thing of it is, is that people don't want to live in truth. They want to hide it. See, and that's what religion does. Oh, I hate religion. I hate it. Why do I hate it? Because what it does, it keeps people to, it, it, it has people so that they do all this escapism. Oh, well, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my, you, you just, that was, the, that, that embarrassed me. Well, wait until somebody like Hitler come. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you can't stand under the things that are going on, if you got to run from all of these little things in the church or in families, then you've already, you have destroyed your own life. You have already failed. 
Why is that? Because you have chosen. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to allow whatever it is to come. And then I'm just going to blame everybody else. And uh, I'm going to blame my circumstances. I'm going to blame. This is like one of the things I was talking to one of my sons today. And it was an interesting thing. I was listening to um, a television program. And the people were talking about the reason that we have all of these shootings. At first, they were talking about the fact that um, we're talking something about the president. But then they started talking about all of these shootings and, and, and all of these things. And they said that the reason for all of these is, is because there was no, most of them didn't have men, didn't have a father in the home. And I'm looking at that and I'm saying, almost threw up, but I didn't. Because many of these people had fathers in the home. Now listen to this, okay? You can have a male figure in a house, but until you identify what a father is and what a man is, you're not going to understand any of that. And the whole problem is, is that they didn't have Jesus in the house. Do you understand? They didn't have Jesus in the house. I've raised my kids um, without a father in the house, okay? My father died when I was very young. So my mother raised us without a father in the house. But to the day that she died, I would have never talked back to my mother. My sons, uh, uh, her grandsons, here it is. Damon's about 6'11", Nito's about 6-something, I don't know what it is. And she was about 5, 1, 2, 3, I don't know what it is. She was short. And uh, she would say to something, I mean, you know, here these guys are, you know, uh, 15 or 6, I mean, you know, older people, right? And they'd do something and she said, come on in here, boy, I'm going to whoop you. <laughs> she said, get under this bed. They would crawl under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd sit there on the bed, on the, on the bed, and there she would. She'd be whooping their legs, I mean, you know, because what she said went, okay? One of my sons uh, um, uh, was, was foolish one day, and he was about 15, 14, 13. No, he was 13 because he was about 6, 7, 6, 8 at the time, about 6, 8. And this was Damon. And here it was. He, uh, he and uh, uh, my son, Juanito, they had broken a wall in the house. They was always fighting in the house. And, you know, I would put them in the garage, lock them up in the garage with boxing gloves and just said, go, go to it. You know, y'all just hurt yourself. But then they wouldn't fight then because they didn't have no <laughs> But at any rate, they broke a wall in the house. And so what happened is they thought I'm so stupid. They, do you tell what they did? They took a picture from someplace else and put the picture there. As if I'm going to walk down the hall and see a picture. What did you do? Oh, we cleaned up. Do I really look that stupid? I said, take that picture down. Took the picture down. There's this big hole. Okay. You're going to pay for the hole, but you're going to fix the hole. Uh, I had to take them to get some whatever that stuff is, the, the, the plaster, plaster stuff, you know. And I told them, you're going you're gonna to take a piece of cardboard, you're going to cut that out, you're going to do this, you're going to put it on, you're going to pull that, and you're going to, you know, I had a lot of time. Uh, they, they broke a lot of walls during the time, right? <laughs> so uh, Damon decided, he didn't think he wanted to do that. I don't think I want to do this. 
I said, okay. So I guess you're choosing the day to die. <laughs> Mommy, what's your talking about? I said, well, I guess I have to shoot you then. He said, Mommy, uh, uh, he said, uh, I, I said, no, no, I said I was going to get him. And he said, Mommy, I can outrun you in a minute. I said, but you can't outrun a bullet. And he says, bullet can't turn corners. I said, no, but baseball bats can break knees, and you will be going to sleep. And I can see me breaking your knees with these bat, that, that baseball bat. She crazy. She crazy. Man, we better get this done. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, they really, they really thought that I would do it, which I probably would have okay, at that time. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, being high on something or whatever it is, you know. But what I'm talking about is this. There was a thing, and, and, and that was the last time that he talked back because they thought I was crazy. Well, the whole thing of it is, is this. They're, they're not murderers, they're not thieves, they're not any of those things. They're, uh, uh, I mean, Juanito got into drugs and stuff, but when I told him that I would leave you in prison for the, for the rest of your life, and then I'm going to pray for this to happen to your kids and your wife and all of this stuff, he believed me, okay? And he changed himself because he decided that if his mama would pray that he would be in prison for the rest of his life, then that was it. Are, are, are you hearing what I'm saying? It, number one is this. When you choose, and then from that day to this, <clears throat> I'm sure he's gone to jail, but I'm talking about prison, right? There's a difference, okay? Yeah. There's a big difference, okay? And I've worked with people from a task of, I mean, uh, well, that's a, me a mental uh, uh, thing, but uh, Alcatraz and, and um, uh, the one that up, up by um, uh, uh, Salinas area and then... Uh, uh, yeah, and then uh, what's the one? Uh, anyway, a whole lot of them. Some of them bad places and whatever it is. I've had clients from all in places, and none of those get me. But at any rate, uh, what I'm saying is this: that the whole thing of it was when I would get them to change the way that they saw about themselves. Do you understand? Because anyone that goes to prison feels that they're a victim. You understand? And half of the world is in prison. And I'm not talking about locked up in, in uh, 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 Alcatraz or uh, uh, whatever it is. I'm talking about they're in prison in their mind. There's people sitting in here right now that's been Christians forever, and they're in, in prison because they don't see freedom. There's people watching me on, on, on Paris, yeah, Periscope, Periscope and, and, and on the phone and whatever it is, okay? They listen, but they never hear. Because changes never take place. Where there is freedom, changes take place. How do I know? It's not just because I'm a, I'm a doctor in psychology or this great pastor, or I'm not a pastor in the first place, this great minister or any of those things, but I've been there. And I had to make some choices. See, nobody will ever lock me up. You might beat me. You might imprison me. You might talk against me. You can do whatever it is you got to do. But baby, it's coming back on you because I don't hear you. I don't hear my body when it tells me you can't do this. Oh my God. The other day, it was really interesting. I was sitting in my house and all of a sudden, this dark shadow tried to come over me. And it was telling, letting me know what a failure I was how I had not accomplished anything great, you know, how these people had done this and these had done this. And, and you know what? 
if you would kill yourself right now, you know what would probably happen? The church would probably grow. Because number one, what would happen, the money that you would be, they, look, look at the money that they'd get because you, you will this. Look at this, that would happen. And look at this, that would happen. And then Pastor Lonzine would be free to do what it is that she's going to do. And I'm saying, well, I'm not going to tell you what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I had to shake myself, Sharon. Do you understand? I had to shake myself because this is how the adversary works. This is how he works. He works in this soft, he, he works in this thing that, that I mean, he, here it is, you know, it's like, um, um, you, you know, he, he works in this place. And, and we've had a lot of pastors and a lot of people that have killed themselves. Okay. And it's because they continue to listen to that. And so I had to shake myself and I had to start to speak out loud. I could have put on Christian music. I could have turned things on. All of that stuff was going on already in my house. But you see, what happened was this, and then I had to try and find out, how did I get to those thoughts? You want to know? Yes. Yeah. Well, then ask me. How did you get, you get those thoughts? Okay, I'm so glad. This is, this is interactive, you know what I'm saying? Okay, what happened was this. All it took was one little thought. Okay? I was talking to, I had talked to somebody that is a minister and well-known, and they were talking about some great things that were happening. And what I did is I allowed myself to compare myself just for that moment. And that allowed me to open up to the adversary. Never compare yourself with anybody. Don't compare your situation with anybody else's situation. And that's one of the things that people in the body of Christ do. Well, have you, don't, don't you do, don't you do this? You know, like everybody does this, like everybody does this. That's a, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Everybody don't do that. Everybody thinks this way. You see, when you put yourself in that predicament, what you're doing is saying this, you have a, a, a herdsman mentality. You're saying that you're not unique like God made you. So then you can be a failure. How can I call you a failure when God made you unique? When nobody has your purpose, when nobody has your destiny, when nobody, nobody has in them what you have in you to be able to bring out. You are a piece of the puzzle that has never been used before, just like you have your own fingerprints. Do you understand? And so when you choose to feel sorry for yourself, when you choose to allow to a place where it's comparison, where it's, uh, I, I should be further along than this, or you allow someone else to tell you that, how do you know how far I should be? I don't even know how far I should be, but I've determined that by this time tomorrow, I will be, or by this time, to, uh, uh, by, by uh, two hours from now, 
or the next second from now, I will be here. Are, 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 you, are you following? If you don't start making those steps to walk out of it, what you will do is sit in it. See, and if you sit in your mess, then you're waiting for someone to come and give you directives. If the people, let, let me tell you something. It, 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 this is what has people to compromise. Number one, blaming no father in the house on somebody's picking up a, a gun and shooting everybody. I got guns in my house and my guns ain't shot. They didn't, they didn't rise up to shoot nobody. They did not run downstairs or run to a mall to go ahead and say, I'm going to shoot somebody. Do you understand? The only thing that can determine that they're going to shoot somebody is if I put my hand to the trigger. Do you understand? I put my finger on that trigger and I point it. That has nothing to do with the weapon. You've got to fight with everything in you not to let your weapons be taken away. Well, I don't use weapons, so it don't matter to me. Then you better pray. You better fight with everything in you that other people's weapons don't get taken away. How many of these crooks are going to give up their weapons? Not none. They're going to give up their weapons. Well, you know, I'm a Christian and I have to, I have to obey the law. Uh, uh, yes, you obey the law of the Lord. The Lord told you to go out and buy yourself some weapons. He told you that. He told you that. He did not tell you. He did not tell you to be walking around here weaponless. That's what he said. That's what he told them when he was getting ready to leave. He said, you won't need that. Do you understand? Do you understand our Constitution? Do you understand that there is a reason for this? And it wasn't about having to have these guns or having these things in order to shoot pigs and, and hogs and all that stuff. It was to protect you against tyranny. It was to protect you against an unsafe uh, 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 law. It was to protect you. Against, I don't trust the government. Do you understand? I trust this government. Do you understand? So I got to govern for myself. That's right. yes. So it was for that. The people, you got to understand the mind, the framework of our, 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 our founding fathers. They didn't trust. I mean, where did they came from? They came from a place that they didn't trust their government. And they said, you will never, ever, ever take this again. Your neighborhood should be, you should have a, a, a militia in your neighborhood. Oh, God, I mean, oh, God, I didn't even sit there talking like this. Who is this woman? Is she a preacher or is she something else? But you should. I mean, what I'm saying is this. You, you need to start to speak out. Here it is. I mean, the laws that are being passed, the laws that are happening because so-called Christians, number one, they're not they're, they're, they're not registered, or if they register to vote, they're not going out to vote. And then they do, they vote according to somebody taking care of you. I don't want no government taking care of me. I don't want a government doing these things. They don't want the walls built. Why? You got doors on your house? I don't care who it is. If you got a door on your house, if you don't, if you if if you believe that everything should be down or whatever it is, take the doors off your house, leave it unlocked, leave the door open. Do you understand? I. It is not about a group of people. It is not about any of that. What it is is about the fact. Okay, look at this 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 uh uh, uh American Airlines <laughs> American Airlines flight. Here, this this uh, uh uh pilot or whatever it was. 
uh, uh, what he did is he sabotaged the plane. He says he sabotaged the plane in order, not sabotaging the plane, right? With all these people on board, American Airlines, and that's the airlines that I'm flying, but I know mine ain't gonna happen, you know, because I pray with my flight. But here it is, he sabotaged this airplane, right? He said he did it because they didn't get a raise. But then they started to check his background and to find out how uh, 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 he was involved with and his family was involved with all of these different things and stuff and how to destroy this nation. Do you understand? One thing that the church does not do, and, and, and that's us. I'm not talking about them in the church. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about me, Dr. Baker. I'm talking about me and all of us, okay? is One, one of the things is this is that we have decided that the government is going to take care of the people. Socialized medicine. I have this friend, Judy. Judy Gossett. Y'all remember her? Yes. Her father was named Don Gossett. He wrote all of these books and, and, and all of these things. She moved to Canada. She ended up with cancer. She had cancer. They let her lay in that hospital. They, they said she was, I forget, Judy wasn't even in her 60s, I don't think, at that time. But they let her lay in that hospital, didn't even give her adequate pain medication and all, because they said they were not about to invest in her because she was too old. This is what socialized medicine does. Do you understand? See, if we're not a thinking people, what happens is this. We think with our emotions. That's right. And when we think with our emotions, we're already distorted. We're already a victim. Do you understand? We're already a victim. I have children that I've adopted, uh, not legally, but they're mine from Nigeria. There's people from, from uh, uh, Haiti. There's those from Mexico. There's from, I mean, all these different places because this is what it is that I do. But one of the things of it is, is this. I remember when one of them had come over and she was trying to hide out because she didn't have her green card or red card or whatever kind of card she had to have. And I said, you can't do this. You can't do this. You're living in fear and you can't do this. We got to do this thing right. Do you understand? When you do something right, you can walk with your head up. I don't know if anybody uh, in here has ever been involved with drugs and hands stupid enough to have drugs or anything in their car. Anybody? Okay. All right. If you're riding down the road and you got that, or, or an open box, I mean, you know, uh, 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 some liquor, whatever it is. Okay, you're riding down the road and the popo puts his lights on. <laughs> And, and you're sitting there, and you got a bottle that you just tied up and stuck under the seat. You got whatever it is in the glove compartment, and then you got a gun under the seat. And then they put the light on you and said, and then you look and you say, uh, hi. What, what's going on? Well, you got a messed up tail light and you were driving too fast. Oh, really? Have you been drinking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I, I may 
get out. Now, see, he, here's one of the things, uh, uh, and God had to protect me. He protected me so many times. Because it was, I cannot walk a straight line sober. But I was able to walk a straight line walk. And it was before they had them breathalyzer things. You know what I'm saying? Okay, before they had them breathalyzers. And they said, do this. And, and you know I'm talking about, I'm, I know what I'm talking about. Do this. And, and, and normally I wouldn't be able to do this, right? And they had me to do all those things. And he said, well, it seems like, you know, but okay. And I'm thinking, well, you take off. Okay. I'm, uh, and you need to get that taillight fixed. I sure will immediately. And then you're thinking about this and you're thinking, oh, my God, I got to get someplace quick to get this thing out of my car. I got to get this stuff out of here. I got to get all these out of there. But your heart is going like this. Your heart is going like this. But let's just say the light comes on. I remember one day I was coming to church and I was going, evidently I was going about 95. And um, I was on my way to church. You remember that that that's, uh, that that Sunday when I told y'all about that? And I passed uh, um, I passed the police. This was when I was still had, was driving my Mercedes before I was put in the shop. Anyway, and I passed him, and I pulled over, and my tie my title said what? My tag said what? From God, right? <laughs> So here it is, they, they, uh, they pull, he pulled me over and I'm looking at him and he said, did you see me? Nope. No, I didn't. No, sir. I didn't see you. He says, you just whipped past me. I said, well, I, I sure didn't see you. He said, do you know how fast you were going? And I said, no, honestly, I don't. And he said, you were going 95. I said, oh, my God, my God. If you're a real highway patrolman, you won't give me a ticket. I said, because I could have killed you and somebody else, okay? I deserve a ticket. And he said he gave me the ticket, but he gave it to me in a, in a number of that so I could go to traffic school. And I said, you know what? We pray for you every day. And I said, I'm not telling I said, I am not telling you that so that you won't give me a ticket. Because if you're a real highway patrolman, you won't give me this ticket. I'm glad about that. And uh, he says, where are you on your way to? I said, I'm on my way to church. <laughs> and I'm the preacher. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'll tell him about how nice you, how sweet you are. He gave me the ticket. And I said, give me your hand. Let me pray for you. He was a cute little white boy. <laughs> and so I prayed for him. He gave me a tip, and I prayed for him. Okay, and I told him, I said, "We pray for you every day. We pray for your protection." And I'm so glad. I said, "Cause I was, I mean, I was zoned out about anything." Okay, but I didn't have them heart palpitations. Why? Because I had no, no thing in my car. He could have taken it out. He could have taken every single part of it. When you're walking in what it is, when you're walking in the righteousness of things, then it doesn't matter how you get stopped, whatever anybody says to you. When you're walking in a way that you know is right from the inside, okay, then it does not matter what anyone says. It does not matter what happens because you have peace within. The thing that's going on in our society, the thing that's going on, period, is that we're dependent upon an outside source to take care of something that's on the inside. Are, are, are you following? Yes. Anytime that you judge your life from the outside, 
people don't like me, they're prejudiced, they're bigoted, they're this or that. What does that, what, what does that have to do with anything? What does someone else, and, and, and it's an open, you can ask any questions, what does something that someone else, what, what somebody else thinks, what does that have to do with you? What does that have to do? What difference does that make? How is that going to change your life? You see, where we are in life, if we don't get these, because if you're secure on the inside, then you can fight against tyranny. You can fight against unlawful things with a clear conscience. See, I can fight against socialism because I actually understand what socialism is. I can fight. Do you understand? I'll fight it in the spirit realm and then I'll fight it in the natural. Because faith without works is no faith. I'll fight it in the ballot box. I don't ever vote for somebody because I like them or don't like them. I look at the platform. I look at the things that are against God and I vote against those things. If they're against God, I'm not going to vote for them. Do you understand? I'm not voting black. I, I am black. I, I know you guys didn't know that, so I'm letting you know that. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't vote black, however that is supposed to be. So no one can say, this is the way she does things because of this. My culture is my earthly understanding of who I am. That's what I walk in. But my culture is the culture of the kingdom of God. So as I walk in that kingdom, then I can open doors for everybody. Do you understand? Yes. God is no respecter of person, so I can't be any respecter of person. What does that mean? It's not a, one rule for this and another rule for this. We live in a society where a law is not a law. If that policeman had not given me that, that, that ticket, do you understand? He would not have done his job. And I could have reported him. Do you understand? He did. He says, I, I, I'm going to give you an opportunity to be able to go to traffic school. And I enjoyed traffic school. And I got an A. You know, I, mean, I, I, I did. I got an A. I found out all the stuff that I didn't know. I mean, I needed it because I had it up the next year. So I had to take the test. And I remember when I took a lot of tests and never passed them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But what I'm, what I'm saying is this, you can't have one law for this and one law for this. This is what Hitler did. Do you understand? And what he did was this, it was insidious. He brought in all of these people. He had it so that he had it, he, 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 uh, when he wanted to, to, to destroy everyone that was born with any kind of a defect. He went to the doctors and the nurses, and he says, uh, for the records, this is what he sent out, we need all the information on anyone that was born with a defect so that we can treat them properly, okay? He found all, even though he had been messing with homosexuality and all that kind of stuff, he found all of those that were in that, all right? He found all of these that all of these voices that he had used, and then he destroyed them. He opened the doors for those from Poland and those from different places to come in, okay? And then what happened is he destroyed them. He slaughtered them. He had them slaughtered. 
if you don't understand what's going on and why it's going on, all of these things that are coming forth, all of these uh, open borders, all of these things, it is to destroy some people. That's the way the devil works. It's, it's demonic, do you understand? It is demonic. It is not about caring about you. The devil don't care about you. All he wants you to do is to die. And this is a spiritual battle that's being played out in the physical realm. Are, are, are you understanding this? I mean, I'm looking at our society. I'm looking at the things that are going on. All of these babies, it started off... <clears throat> Uh, Margaret Sanger wanting black people to, I mean, you know, uh, undesirables or, or imbeciles is what she called them. And all of these different things. Well, what did she do? She used people of the same nationality in order to destroy them. Jesse Jackson had a rainbow coalition. He had, she, they went to the churches. They had people to go into the churches and say, you know, you mothers, that you women that are having all these babies and stuff, you know, abortion is available. So now it's, 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 it's black people killing babies everywhere, but not just them. Do you understand? Because the whole thing of it is, is this, is that he wants that destruction. And he's there, nobody's saying, restrain yourself. Men, keep your little, uh, keep your whatever. Women, keep your... You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a minister, so I, I was a nurse, though, before I was a doctor, so sometimes I get, you know. any rate, um, um, oh, Jesus. any rate, so, but, but it's not saying anything about self-restraint. Are, are, you, are you understanding that? And then if you talk about sex in the church, or if you talk about, you know, uh, 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 people doing what it, they, what it is that they do, then they say you're vulgar. That's because they haven't read the Bible. They haven't read the Bible. It, the, the Bible never talked about sleeping with one another until they changed the Bible. Well, you know, they, you shouldn't sleep around. Well, I'll sleep anywhere I want to sleep. But they're talking about screwing around. I mean, you know, they're talking about intercoursing and stuff like that. They're talking about all of these different things. Well, why don't you just say that? Because we have to give you pretty words. If I give you a pretty word, then it's okay. Do you understand? God has said that we have sanitized his Bible so much that he don't even recognize it. See, I know I started out from protecting yourself with your guns. <laughs> <laughs> to protect the virginity. Lord. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. What subject were we meant to talk about tonight, Pastor? What was the thing? Oh, okay. I know I wanted to read you something. I, I want to. I want to. Um, it was this article. Uh, uh, any questions? Anybody have any questions? Okay, only because I don't know about this part, but when you said earlier that Hitler was a victim, what did you mean by that? I said he acted like a victim. He, this is how he got across. One of the things is he would, he would, he would speak as if, well, he started, he started a war with Poland. 
and the war that he did, he had uh, his soldiers dress up as their soldiers and then attack theirs. And he, he had somebody killed, okay? He killed somebody in order so that he could, could uh, 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 enact war on them. Do you understand? Oh, I'm for peace. I'm for peace. I'm for peace. And because I'm for peace, uh, uh, you know, but we have to, we have to go against these murderers. Do you understand? And then what he did is when he got rid of all of the people that he said was retarded or had any kind of uh, 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 birth defects or any kind of defects and whatever it is, well, we have to get rid of them. And then he was working with somebody that was really crazy, that loved to do experiments. And I keep telling y'all that a lot of these children that are missing, they're not missing, they're being experimented on. Um, and, and, and all of that. And then they put so many into a gas chamber, they killed them. And they killed them in all different kinds of ways, all right? But he, I mean, here it is. He made it seem like everybody was attacking him. And you see, this is one of the things that's going on in our nation. We want, every, we want people to feel like, well, they're, they're bigoted. This is one of the things that they say of, of, about the president. Well, he's a racist. What is a racist? And then, and then I say Maxine Waters is a racist. Well, she can't be a racist. She's black. I mean, she's African-American. Well, you mean Africans can't be a racist? So that's prejudice right there. <laughs> See? She's a, she hates people. Period. And she spews, she, she spews what she's doing is that demon that's working through her is spewing hatred. Do you realize that this is the thing that's destroying a nation? When you spew hatred? And then you say, you don't know why people going around killing other people. Uh, excuse me. Let me see. You're telling me that this person or these people are my problem and is the reason that I can't succeed when really the reason I can't succeed is because I don't want to. Who can stop me? Nobody. 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 There are wealthy, wealthy, rich, wealthy people in Every single solitary ethnic group. One of the wealthiest men in the world is Mexican. The Saudi princes are wealthy. There's Africans that are wealthy. There's Afrikaans that are wealthy. There's white people that are wealthy. There's Asians that are wealthy. There's Indian people, uh, Indian, uh, uh, Native American Indians. There's people from India, Indian. Okay, I got that right. Yeah, there's people of every place. So, and they've all been oppressed. There's Irish people that are wealthy. There's Scandinavians that are wealthy. You find me one group of people. And, and, and do you know what? Let me tell you a secret. Y'all want to know a secret? Yep. Yes. Yes. Go to whatever land, because I've traveled all over the world. Go to whatever land 
your ethnic group came from, and you see your own people mistreating your own people. That's true. There would not have been slavery in America if my people, who ain't called by my name no more, would not have sold me. So they sold my ancestors. If they would not have been up for sale, That's right. they would not have happened. They sold to the West Indies. They sold them to here. They did that. Every nation, every group of people have been oppressed. So what makes you think your oppression is better? <laughs> are, are, are you hearing? Yeah. See, when you level the playing field like that, then you say, you know what? I walk on a level playing field because I make my own deal. Nobody can oppress me. You can't stop me. The favor of God, because I speak it. He says this, I bring blessings on the, I make it rain on the just and the unjust. That rain is a blessing. It ain't no curse. I bring blessings upon whoever wants to, whoever is bold enough to say that they can have them. Whoever will fix their mind. Okay, let me, let me tell you this. How many have heard of the Tower of Babel? Okay. Let me tell you for y'all who haven't heard of the Tower of Babel. There was this man, Nimrod, that was a mighty warrior. He had these groups of people. They decided one day, let's build a tower to heaven. Let's build a tower up to God. He got everybody in agreement with him. And here it was, he was building this tower up. But till that time, everybody had one language. Okay? One language. Put your finger up like this and say one. One. Okay? I'm going to give you all my Spanish. Uno. Did I do okay? Okay. Okay. Lupe is teaching you Spanish. We do one word a year. Yeah, my baby teaching. Anyway, okay. So uh, they had one language, and God said something. God, uh, uh, it says that He or in, uh, uh, his, uh, came and He looked at what it was that He was making, and He says these people have agreed. They speak one thing. And when, a, when they do this, when they're in this agreement, there is nothing that's impossible. Now, God says that his word is what it is. So if he says, and he says this again, if any two really agree, okay, that's why marriage is powerful, all right? Any two agree on earth as in, 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 in the effect of anything, it will be done for them. There is nothing that is impossible. He didn't say you wouldn't have to go through some, some stuff, you see, but the whole thing of it is. That's why I say, can't nobody keep me down. You can't do it. You ain't got the power. Well, where is your two? I got the spirit of God on the inside of me and I have a covenant. And then I have my words. 
Do you understand? Yes. All right. So he says that 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 any two of you that agree on earth is touching anything. So this is why, please, please hear me in a, in a sober moment here. Not that I'm drunk, but uh, <laughs> in a sober thought, I should say. <clears throat> Be careful what you agree with. When somebody says, you see, they, they, they and, and I was talking to Daniel about this today, and they say, this is what's going on in the world, and the reason that, 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 that uh, all of this shooting, the reason that these people are like this is because there was no father in the home, and there was no this and no this. I said, I disagree with that. That's not true. You see, when you see something going on, whether it's on the news or somebody says something or whatever it is, be careful not to agree unless that's what you want. This person is prejudiced. This person is against this. This person is against that. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't know that. I didn't ask them. Do you understand? Yes. What it is is this, is that the adversary is after groupthink. He wants yes. you to get into groupthink. Do you know what that is? Wave at me if you do. Okay, if you don't, uh, uh, let me tell you. Groupthink is this. I give up my right to think myself, and now I listen to the crowd. And so I speak the way they speak, and when they speak the way they speak, and then, you see, there's, there's group thinking prisons. You understand? Um, um, I, I had this, this, this guy from um, uh, Soledad, or no, he wasn't from Soledad. Um, Pe uh, Pe Pelican Bay, Pelican Bay, Pelican Bay, that's what it was. Okay, <clears throat> and um, one of the things, I mean, I learned a lot because, well, uh, uh, that was the prison that they had everybody separated, right? Uh, the lockdown. There's one of them that they have locked down most of the time and all that stuff. Huh? No. Uh, uh, I had them uh, uh, locked down most of the time. any rate, but one of the things that I, as I listened to this, the games in prison, there's one person that really thinks for everybody. So they have groupthink. And this is what Hitler had. It was groupthink. See? And, 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 and when you get into groupthink, nobody thinks for you. You don't think. Somebody's thinking for you now. And so that, this happens culturally. This happens, uh, um, um, and this is what's going on. This happens because the, the spirit of Jezebel, the, 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 the taking over a mind, okay, is one of the things that happens. And what it does is this, the way that you think is the way that you feel. So what's happening is that it's not just controlling your, uh, just controlling your words because your words create a feeling. Every word that you say creates a feeling. When somebody says, oh, I just love you. <laughs> and they look in at your chest and you know, lower parts there, and they say, <laughs> a thought, a feeling is being created. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, you know, just, just how much you mean to me, and you're after one thing, okay? What happens is, well, maybe more than one, but at any rate, but what I'm saying is this, what's, what's going on is this, your words are creating a thought, and this is the reason that so many people, young women and men, and all of them are being swept into this, 
the, these uh, um, uh, confusion gender type things and all of that, because when they started to speak these words, even at three and four and five years old, they're trying to tell people that they, uh, 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 you know, that they're mixed gender and they're all of these different things. And what happens is this, it's creating a feeling along with it. Okay? All of these things are meant to do it. So now we have groupthink. I remember when we went to this thing. Oh, go ahead. Diane has a question. This is a, this is a question from Frederick in uh, New York. Uh, his question is, what is the one action step you would like the viewers of the show to do? Nothing. That, that question doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. I, I just want, I want people to think. I, the whole idea of this program is to provoke people to think. I don't want you to think the way I think necessarily, but I want you to think. I want you not to be, um, uh, 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 not to be one that, that just, you know, moves along with everything. I, I, I don't want you to become so much of a culture of, of, of where it is that you came from that you start to feel that way. Do you understand? Yes. I want you to think. I want you to provoke you to think. Do, do you understand? Yes. To break through the culture of which you were raised in, to break through the culture of whatever your addiction is, because it's an addiction. See, uh, 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 it, it, it's, it's a root of something down in you. You're addicted not to really think uh, uh, um, uh, spiritually or even logically because when you think okay I may think according to the logic of this world why because I only have a limited amount of logic see I don't think like um, I'm not going to get my answers from uh, 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 the, the senate or the house of representatives or the judges there I'm not going to get my, I mean, you know, for real, I'm not, you know, I mean, I, I, I love history. I study history. I'm not going to get my, 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 uh, my feelings and my emotions because of my logic. Okay. I have, um, people in my family that they've talked about, uh, 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 driving while black. Well, I've been driving while black. And, um, you know, that this is what's going to happen. This is what happens to young black males. And I said, that's not true. Well, yes, it is. This is what happened to this. I said, that's not true. I disagree with that. Maybe something has. Now, listen carefully to what I'm saying, okay? Maybe something has happened. But what you're doing is you're speaking it forth. Do you understand? Words have power. And I realize that my words are powerful. My words create. My words create a picture that's on the inside of me. My words create the picture in which I'm going to walk in. So my picture is my children, I don't care whether they're my biological children, adopted children, or, or, or uh, so-called spiritual children, which I don't have any of those. I mean, when I take people as mine, they mine, period. Okay, I don't care what it is. They are going to have, their life is going to be good. Do you understand? Yes. Or they're going to die early. I'm going to help them. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. They're going to die to self, okay? They're going to learn yes. how to die to self. Yes. Why is that? Because the, your words paint pictures. Yes. 
Well, who are they paying them to? They're paying them to me. So here it is. Somebody's in prison. Here it is. This is the way we think. This is the way we are here. That's why when we build our prison, our prison is going to be very different. It's going to be movable cells. Uh, but at any rate, one, one of the things of it is, is this. It's, it's saying that. And then here's another thing that people do. This is very, this is, this is so sad. They listen to correction and they mentally assent to it. But no change takes place. Mentally assent. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, I'm changing. Nothing really happens. Why is that? Because they have not emotionally chosen to open up to the place that says, this is necessary for me to live. See, we have this, what happens is people get into this dog pack way of thinking. This is how we live. This is how you think. You hate these people and then you create a monster out of these people yeah. so that you can take over. You see, anytime someone is demonized, like right now there's uh, uh, white males are being demonized. Men are being demonized. But they're on different levels. Listen to me, listen to me carefully. White males are being demonized even within their own culture. But you don't realize black, Mexican, Asian, all of these. You start to search around and you start to see that if, if I can take down this group, I'm going to do this one first, but I'm already planting the seeds in these others. Wow. That's so true. Think about it. Okay, black uh, are lazy and, and whatever they are, I don't know, uh, uh, whatever it is that they're speaking about that. Uh, 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 Hispanic uh, or Mexican, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, they're macho. Uh, Asian or uh, uh, Chinese is, is, is this and Japanese is this. But you notice that all of the groups, and why is that? Why is that? I mean, I, I sit and I think, and I'm saying, okay, why is that? And so that if I take down this group, then all these others are going to fall. And the, 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 the thing is, is that this is what the adversary wanted to do in the first place, is to take men and keep them castrated. Okay. And then what happens is then you can come in and to destroy the women. But they're using women in order to destroy men to be mouthprint, and they don't realize that they're going to be destroyed too. This is the way the devil works. Anytime someone is so against any group or any person, I got to back off and I got to look. 
And I'm asking why. See, why? I, I hear people talk against the president. And I ask them, what did he do? What did he do to you? What did he, well, he's, he's, he's this. Oh, okay, give me some, help me to understand this. And, 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 and um, this is what's happening in our youth. It's propaganda. Okay? Yes. Everybody's reputation will be assaulted. I've been told, or that's why uh, if anybody has any um, <laughs> complaints against me on this program or anything, they can, you know, um, more than enough ministries attention Daniel and that's who you speak to I read it. but understand this if I can destroy your reputation whether it's true or not I can I, I can 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 um, take away some of your influence and your power but if you have to have you see this is why the Bible tells us to, to be renewed in the spirit of our minds because you have to give me, you can come and tell me about anybody, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you, how do you know that? Were you there? No, but I know somebody that told me. Well, that's not good enough for me. I heard something about you too. What you hear about me? I heard that it was you that was doing that. <laughs> See, what is it? I'm going to have people think, well, that, that's a lie. I mean, how, how somebody going to say that about me? Well, you're saying it about somebody else and you, know, you don't know anything about it. Are, are, are you following me here? What's happening in our society and what's happening in the church and what's happening in everything is that people don't want you to think. And if you don't think, then you're nothing more than a herd of cattle. And you're being led to a slaughter. Mm -hmm. This is why there's so many games in prison. This is why there's so many games here, period, now. Mm -hmm. People kill, beat people up and they say, why? Well, because they, they looked at me wrong. Well, maybe they just had cross eyes. Maybe that's what it was. They were looking in those directions and didn't even see you. They don't have to have a reason. They just had to have an order. Are, are, are you hearing yes. this? So it's time that we wake up and we start to we, we, we start to realize that we're more valuable than we think we are. And 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 I I I, um, I don't know how many minutes I have left, but I have about fifteen minutes. But one of the things of it is is this: I I I, I look at people and I'm thinking, why would you? Why would you allow yourself to be embarrassed at anything? Why would you allow yourself to be offended at anything? Why would you have such a weak, simple mind? Okay, that went over big. <laughs> it takes a very weak and, 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 and simple, per, uh, um, I, I mean, simple-minded. I'm not talking about simple-minded, like doing things simple, but it takes a weak and 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 a, a very insecure person. That's what I mean by by, by simple-minded, insecure person, because they don't know what to think about themselves. Is to allow themselves to be offended. I I can't be offended. 
you can't embarrass me because if you say something to me that sounds rank, uh, uh, raunchy or whatever it is, and it's not true, and my clear conscience knows that, you're not talking to me in the first place. You can't call me a name. You can't call me nothing that's going to make me offended. You can't call me nothing that's going to make me embarrassed. You can't do it. Why is that? I'm not giving you that kind of power over my life. Who you think you is? See, I ain't talking about the white child of mine up here. I'm talking like me. You know what I'm saying? Who you think you is? What you think? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know? Uh-uh. I know who I am. And I'm not a victim. You see, here's the deal. When you allow yourself to become offended, when you allow yourself not to change, when you hear things and, you, and, and you're not motivated to change, it's because, number one, you're ignorant. Wow. Okay? okay? Ignorant does not mean stupid. Ignorant... <clears throat> is in, in my, my definition of ignorant. Ignorant is someone that is weak, someone that is, is um, unresourceful, someone that is unsure of who they are and they have no identity. See, if you tell me something about me and then I go and I find out it's true and I don't like it, do you know whose responsibility it is to change me? And you know what's going to happen? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do like Paul said. I'm going to buffet my body. I'm going to bring it into subjection. I'm going to bring it into that place of obedience. Uh, I remember a friend of mine told me once, you're unteachable. You have an unteachable spirit. And I said, not anymore. And immediately I changed. I mean, I'm saying immediately. I didn't defend it. I didn't do anything. And I said, oh, my God. And then I went to find out what a teachable spirit was. And I changed. I wouldn't be sitting here today, okay, if Karen had not loved me enough to tell me that. And she was scared when she did it because she knew my reputation, you know, before I came to Jesus. She was wondering if she was going to get shot, cut, whatever it was, okay. She didn't get any of those things. What she got was a thank you. I've had people to tell me different things about me and uh, one of my former husbands, he said something to me about me. And what I did is I went to God and I said, is any of this true? And the Lord showed me the things that were true. And even though it came out viciously from him, I changed. Why? Because I didn't want to be that. So, you know, people, you, you, uh, I've had people in this ministry that I've told different things and told them different things and whatever. There's no change. Oh, okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm changing, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but no change. It was because, number one, I don't want to. Number two, I'm not worth it. Number three, uh, uh, I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm rebellious. I'm going to live in this place of rebellion. It's rebelling against God. Because that's not how God made you. See, it, it's, it, he didn't make you to be that. Jesus said, Jesus said that people were going to come against you, that when they came again, did you ever see Jesus get offended? Did you ever see Jesus get embarrassed? 
I mean, they hung him up there and they didn't have, I mean, these pictures that they have with a loincloth, he didn't have a loincloth. They stripped him buck naked, as black people would say. He was buck naked. Do you understand? He was crucified that way. They meant to, they, 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 they meant to just, just uh, uh, humiliate you. But you didn't see him standing up there saying, oh, I'm humiliated, I'm humiliated. Oh my God, look at what they did to me. None of that. That's the stock I come from. My ancestors, when they came to this country, they came on a boat like sardines. And they, I mean, my Lord Jesus, I'm so glad that they did it for me. I'm so glad I wasn't one of them. But it showed me that I had strong stock. Why is that? Because they were in there, in that rat-infested feces, all that kind of stuff. You know they didn't have nice little toilets. And and, 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 and I wouldn't have made it because y'all already know how I am with the bathrooms, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, they did all of that for me. And then I'm going to walk around here being, being uh, 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 so that I, I'm going gonna, gonna to be less than God made me to be. Are you out of your mind? That's ungrateful. It's totally ungrateful. And you start to think about your ancestors. You start to think about the price that they paid. You start to think about the things that they did and they went through. For you to have an opportunity to be able to think, to be able to achieve whatever it was that's in you to achieve. Not to be no, no rat-faced person that's running around here that's thinking the way everybody else. They have somebody else think for you and say, think this way. You understand? And thinking brings on emotion. I'm 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 not emotional. <laughs> Tell that, okay? You know, but thinking brings on emotion. Well, emotions bring you to change. They can bring you to change. I mean, I, I have people in my family that probably, I mean, you know, kids, adopted kids, uh, uh, whatever it is, and, and and stuff, and 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 other relatives, and whatever it is, that have chosen to they hear but they don't hear. They don't have ears. I'm not talking about physical ears. They got some things on the outside, but they're not even hearing. Because what happens is you start to talk to them. Have you ever started to talk to somebody and then you just see that they're sitting there listening to you? They got glass over. You know, they've just tuned you out. Okay? You know, why is that? Because I don't want to change. See, I don't want to change. I don't want to. I I don't want to complete what God has given me. Oh, I'm going to complete what God has given me. You talk the talk, but there is a walk that is that 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 goes along with the talk, yeah. and it's about immediate change. Well, I'm working on it. You ain't working on squat. Caught it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, I caught it. You ain't working. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, uh, my mouth is anointed. <laughs> yeah, no cussing. And I don't cuss. And I mean, whatever. Anyway, but what, what it is is this. I'm not going to complete anything. I'm not going to finish anything. And I'm going to pretend. I'm going to pretend. I'm going to pretend as if I'm building. I'm going to pretend as if I'm working. I'm going to pretend as if I'm with you. Well, right now, in this time, God is weeding people out. He's weeding those fakes out. He's weeding those weeds out. Because there's many that says, I'm with you, 
and I'm here to do the work that there is to do. And God says, I'm weeding them out because they've been, they, uh, they, they're, they're not, they're, it's, it's a face, it's a pretense. Because unless changes actually happen, you are not with his vision. If changes don't happen, if husbands and wives and all of these things, if I want, if I want to go to, if I want to find out if Dury is changing, I ain't going to go to Dury and ask him about his changes. I'm going to go to Dion. And she's going to say, no, Mama Baker, he ain't changed in that. He did this, but he didn't change in that. Or she's going to say, oh, Mama Baker, this is what's going on. See, I mean, you know, you say you go and, and, and ask his wife, how are you in his stuff? I'm all up in his cornflakes, Kool-Aid, and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? His milk and his 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 all of it. And 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 I'll be in y'all's too. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So uh uh you don't have any right for that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in the body of Christ. And the Bible says this. Your life is not your own. It's been bought with a fright. <laughs> and that's that blood of Jesus. He lets me in it. That's why my life is an open book. I don't care what you know about me, my age. I ain't going to tell you that. That ain't none of your business. Y'all ain't going to put me in no old folks' home. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't doing that to me. No, baby. But anything else about my life, you can ask about all those other kind of things and stuff. Somebody tell you she did this and she did this and she probably did. You know, as long as it ain't, she, she ain't never messed with no kids and she ain't never messed a, a couple things she didn't do because there was lines that I didn't, I, I drew even while I was in the world. But everything else, yeah, she probably did it. Yep, yep, yep. What about it? You know, you ask her, it's probably out there on television somewhere. She's probably spoken about it. What I want, and, and, and the question Frederick has, what do I want people to get out of this? What do I want you to get out of Frederick? What do I want all of I, I want people to stop pretending. I want people to actually change. I want it to be so that I can go to your wife, your husband, your sister, your brother, your neighbor, and whatever it is, and ask them about you. And they will give, uh, uh, they, they will give a report, a true report. So you can go and ask my neighbors about me. You can go and ask them, uh, uh, people that come into my house. You can ask anybody about me you want to. I'm okay with that. But if I tell you I'm going to change, if I tell you about a change, that change is taking place. Why is that? Because I know that everything I do, God knows about it. I'm accountable to him. I'm accountable to you. And I am not going to cover your life and have it where I'm living raggedy. Okay? In the dark. So that you can't change. Because if you have uh, uh, irreverence, if you have rebellion, if you have all of that, it ain't coming from this top. It is not coming from this top. And I, I'm checking that top. I'm, I'm checking, I mean, the pastor, we're accountable to each other and all that other kind of stuff. And anything, I don't care about hurting nobody's feelings. Because anybody's feelings that they got laying there on the ground and walking on them or whatever it is, trying to get truth into where it is that that life is so that you can have what you're supposed to have. I'd be a fool going someplace to happen if I knew somebody was living a life of a lie and then I let them halfway cover you. Do you understand what I'm saying? That ain't happening. That's hatred. That's ungodly. And I refuse to live that way. Thank you. And that's my testimony, and I sign it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
tithes, offerings, gifts of love, praise, or any of those things that you like, and you that are on uh, uh, fiber, not fiberglass, uh, uh, periscope, you that are on periscope or on the phone, uh, we're located, uh, you can go to www.mteminc.org, and you can make your donation if you'd like to do so. Uh, I mean, I know you do. Uh, to give into this because we are a worldwide ministry and we're doing things for all kinds of people in all kinds of places. And so uh, we welcome you to give into it. You can make your checks or uh, whatever they are uh, payable to MTEM or more than enough ministries. Um, or you can quick pay or do whatever it is. You can go to the website. It'll go to Astounding Love. So uh, let's hold these up and, and they're going to... Um, uh, release a blessing upon them and, and, and hold them. <coughs> Hallelujah. Uh, get the microphone. He just walked in front of my camera. He just wanted to show y'all this, 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 this is my bodyguard to let you know that. You know, this, this Father in heaven, we thank you for this time, Father God. We honor you and praise you, Father God. We honor you and praise you, Father, for the Apostle, Father, for Dr. Baker, that you sent here, Father God, with the word of knowledge and wisdom that we are able to learn and to grow, Father. Father in heaven, I pray for this tithe, this offering, these trades, Father God. I pray that you would bless them, bless the hands, Father God, that have donated into this ministry, has seeded into this ministry, Father God. I pray a special blessing upon each and every person that is here in this room, whether they're on Periscope or on the phone, Father God. I pray that each and every one of us would walk a refreshing, Father God, and we would just be just blessed as we move in this world. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, all the honor, and praise. Amen. 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 And the Lord bless you. May the Lord the, the Lord does keep you. The Lord does make His face to shine upon you, and He does give you His shalom. And again, we're located here at 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard. San Jose, California, 95131. Phone number 408 945 4439. And I'll see you back here uh, next Tuesday when we're here to uh, do chats. Chat. Yeah, chats with <laughs> <laughs>